This Godzilla Media Podcast is brought to you by our great sponsors. Thursday, April 28th, your spot for the 2022 NFL Draft is the Iron's Edge at Boston Spot Country Club. Look, if you're looking to have a great time to find out who your favorite team has taken in this year's NFL Draft, enjoy limited menus. The Iron's Edge is just opening this week, plus some great drinks and some great football fans. That's the spot for you, Boston Spot Country Club, the Iron's Edge. Shout out to Chad and Mac and Trout and everybody who's always a part of the great things opening up there at the Iron's Edge. We go live 6.30 Godzilla Media with the coverage. 8 o'clock, we're getting around one coverage. It is the NFL Draft, Godzilla Media's Draft Party, live on YouTube, Facebook, and of course, there at the Iron's Edge, Boston Saba Country Club, NFL Draft coverage, and our friends over at Mohawk Honda. Awesome stuff Mohawk Honda's doing this month, right? Pet Adoption Clinic, continuing to help the capital region find a new vehicle for you this spring and this summer. Mohawk Honda continues to do it for you. Remember the Kelly Blue Book offer, where you can stop in wherever you're listening across upstate New York. Even if you're out of state, you stop in, you find out about the Kelly Blue Book offer, which is you can drive off the lot with money in your pocket that day. Looking for some extra cash, looking to trade in that used vehicle, Mohawk Honda can give you that and Maybe right there you can find that car you're looking for as well. I know it from experience. 2022 Pilot EXL sitting in my driveway right now. You can have that same story of buying the best vehicle of your life. Stopping over to Glenville, New York. Working with Greg Johnson and Lindsey Harrodin and Cam McKenna, Brian McKenna, MJ, whoever it might be. Shout to Nicole, killing it, John Lucas, Travis Landry. Man, I can run through the list of people that we've had the opportunity to connect with on Gonzalo Media. And now you can connect with in the future. Whatever it might be, a pre-owned, a new vehicle, Mohawk Honda wants to help you find the car that fits your style, your fashion, your budget, everything else, and more. Those gas prices are going up. Now it's your time to save some cash. Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. Now, into this Godzilla Media Podcast. Hey ho, let's go, folks. Happy Monday to everybody. Hope all you're doing well wherever you are. Welcome to Pugsley's Pit. I am Sean Pugsley Martin, coming to you on a Monday night, otherwise known as a pre-draft Monday night, asking you the question, where else would you rather be than right here, right now? Home game for me tonight, uh, being at home. Uh, by way of introduction, I'm a freelance sports writer for the Albany Times. You also be found as co-host of Eminem and M Across the Board, on a weekly basis with my good friends, Eric and Ashley. You can follow the show on Twitter at Pugsley's Pit and taking the podcast on YouTube, Apple, Spotify. Tonight, we're going to get right to it. NFL Draft, lots going on. The draft starts on Thursday. And tonight, we're going to be joined by Bobby Thompson, an NFL journalist and a fan of the New England Patriots. And we're breaking ground tonight. We're bringing in a Pats fan. Ugh, but he's a wealth of information. He's a great follow on Twitter. and We'll get into that. I'm jealous of him. He's going to be heading to Vegas uh, very, very soon for the draft. So with that, Bobby Thompson, welcome to the pit, my friend. I'm very happy to be in the pit. I feel like I'm in Piper's pit right now, so it's really pretty, <laughs> uh, pretty cool. Absolutely. Hey, uh, when are you heading out to Vegas? Is that still on? Oh, of course. Yeah, I'm heading out on uh, Wednesday, 12 o'clock Eastern time, and I land there around a quarter to two their time. That's going to be uh, – for the next few days is going to be interesting to get used to. Uh, it's my first time in Las Vegas. So yeah. um, it's, it's pretty cool. You know, always wanted to go to Vegas and what better way than to go. And then this time. So 
nothing wrong with that. It should be the um, <clears throat> pretty big spectacle <clears throat> that well, the league's got. That's putting it. Um, that's putting it mildly, my friend. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what. Get yourself a Derek Carr jersey, and you come on back. Come on back <laughs> home, a Raider fan. Uh, you know, uh, I appreciate the uh, t- attempt. But uh, I think I'm good. I think I'm good. Okay. All if right. I'm if I'm gonna get a Raiders jersey, I'm definitely going with. Uh, uh, it's either Devon for me. Devon. Oh, I like Derek Carr a lot. I think he's. I think he's vastly underrated. I think he's really yeah. earned his respect, as he says himself. Uh, but if it were me, I would definitely go for um, Devonte. Of course, how could you not? And for me, I, as we said off air before, my boy Hunter Renfro. Third and Renfro. Yeah. Hey, let's get let's get right to the draft. What I'm hearing tonight, a lot of chatter about Trayvon Walker jumping up to that number yeah. one. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I have my own thoughts on that, but I'd love to hear your opinion on him going first. I mean, he doesn't have the numbers. No, no, he doesn't. Uh, when you look at it, the guy in three years had nine sacks. He's averaging three yeah. sacks a year. So uh, you're thinking to yourself. What warrants that to now, if you were getting nine sacks a year, I understand. I'd be like, Oh, this guy gets after the quarterback. Totally get it. Totally understand. This guy has nine sacks in three years, not taking anything away from his talent. And so many other insiders have said this too, is he's not even the best player on that Georgia defense. He's not, no, no, absolutely not. They were loaded with talent. Um, the thing is, you know what? Maybe they see. Um, I know the Jaguars' uh, general manager, Balky, really likes him, yeah. and it was reported this morning that Balky wants Trayvon Walker, but the big guy, uh, Shad Khan, the owner, wants Aiden Christensen. And listen, when you're the owner, I think we all know who, who what you're going with. To me. I'm going to tell you this. I think if they go Trayvon Walker first overall, I'm going to, I'm going to watch this guy like a hawk, especially since I live here in Florida. Uh, I want to see what warranted them taking him first overall. Yeah. Aiden Hutchinson, totally understand, totally agree. This guy is going to be an absolute stud. I will say the only thing about Hutchinson, he's got sm- his wingspan isn't that big. It's small. A lot of um, I have somebody I talked to. They said he has like T-Rex arms. So okay. his arm, I, I mean, he, I think it's kind of – I understand why they say that. It's because, uh, you know, when you're a defensive end, you want your wingspan, you know, to swing moves and everything like that. And he's got very small – a very small wingspan, but I think he'll be just fine in the NFL. I think he's going to have a tremendous career. But I'll tell you this, the Jaguars really – and the fact that no one even caught – that's another topic uh, that if you saw today that a lot of teams are more interested than trading down than trading up. Yeah. It, it's something else. That's one thing is we're going to talk about. There's no stud player, <coughs> no must have, you know, if there's ever a year to draft for need, this is it. Yeah. When I, when I look at Walker, you look at Hutchinson to me, I, I think a lot of teams get into trouble when they start looking at combine measurables versus game tape. Yeah. And that's what seems what this is. Because you start watching the combine. Look, I'm all for fast 40 times, but they're wearing shorts and a t-shirt. They're not wearing a uniform. They're not wearing, that's not football speed. Okay. No, it, Even some of these pro days you get with the quarterbacks, of course they're gonna, gonna look good on a pro day. Right. What do they do on the on the field? 
You know what? I agree with that 100%. I think, listen, when they go to the Combine, let's let's be honest here. What is everyone looking for? They're looking at 40 times. That's a lot, the 40 times how fast you are, um, like how you measure out. I get it. Listen, nothing is more is better than game film. To me, I watch yeah. game film too. I'm uh, listen at the combine. If somebody runs a four two, Tyree kill speed, or which Jamison Williams speed, which is something else too. Yeah. Um, that's something to you know what you watch the combine for that. That's why you watch it. The combine you. Everybody goes, what are you, you watching the combine? Yeah, I want to see how fast he ran. That's everyone. That's all everyone cares about yeah. with the combine. And I agree. I think game film is the best way to judge a player if they're good at something or not. When you're going up against somebody one-on-one, um, especially for like wide receivers, like I get it. Any wide receiver could catch balls no matter what when no one's covering them. I want to see what they do in coverage in terms of that. I want to see a running back – that in the combine, you know, it's not going to measure unless he's got really bad uh, ball security fumbling. I want to see him go up against people and have the ball. That's a huge thing, too. So I agree with you. I think that a lot of teams, a lot of general managers, a lot of people in the organization really look at the combine as, oh, this is what is going to sell me on him. Yeah, to me, if I go, if I'm a scout and I'm going to, scout you weekly on a weekly basis and you're just lighting it up against the best competition to me I, if you at the combine struggle a little bit i'm not gonna i'm still i'm gonna be like oh he tested it's just like right. a it's it's just like somebody in high school going to take the sats not everybody's gonna pass the sats with a top score you know uh, some people are just bad test takers, and sometimes, you know, it's a test. That's what the combine is. It's a big test. I th- I think the one thing about the combine that is could be undervalued, the interview process, you know, you get to sit down yeah, with the kids. That's and, true. and that's, that's something true. you don't get reported on. So I think there's a value there. But I think largely, with the again, I think teams, the combine has a purpose. Um, mm-hmm. But if you get too caught up in the measurables, you got to look at the game film. Oh, and 100%. You, you just have to. I'm just curious. I want to one of my big pet peeves every year is the overvaluation of quarterbacks. <laughs> you know, just because Malik Willis, Kenny Pickett is the best quarterback in the class doesn't necessarily make them a top 10 talent. It just means they're the best quarterback in the class. So you look at Willis, I'm a little worried about who he played against at Liberty. He's got, he's got all the, all the tools, but if you look at last year's five first round quarterbacks, you would take all five of those over any of these guys this year, and that would push them probably down into the late first or second round. Yeah, 100%. Uh, listen, last year's draft class with quarterbacks was one of the best we've seen in quite some time. And for the Patriots, listen, I'm so thankful every day that we were able to get <laughs> Mac Jones. I love the guy. Um, yeah. I'm going to say, well, the Raiders don't have to worry about that for any time soon. So uh, yeah. the thing is with quarterbacks, listen, that's the number one position in, in on the team. Every is the quarterback position. You know, you're never going to, you never know what you're going to get. Uh, Malik Willis. Yeah. Did well at the senior bowl. Um, really opened eyes. Yeah. Liberty. No, he, you know, I had a friend, I had someone I went to high school, went to Liberty and worked with the football team. And I was asking him about it. And he said, the competition is tough. It's nothing like uh, the SEC. It's nothing like ACC. I, I see what you're saying. Very, very, I agree with you 100%. Um, I think he's got a lot of athleticism. 
I want to see what he does in the preseason this year. I'm going to really watch him, see yeah. how what he does. That's going to be a huge test as well, especially in training. <clears throat> um, this quarterback class is I, – I hate to say this and forgive me for saying this. It's extremely weak. Uh, yeah, it is. This is if you need a quarterback this year. I'm sorry. This is I'm so sorry. This is a bad year, and I find it funny how Mel Kiper said something about Mac Jones. He said literally, if Mac Jones was in this year's draft, he'd be like a top three pick. And I agree. I think he would. He would. And I think this year's draft class. I think we'll keep an eye out for uh, Desmond Ritter. He's a he's somebody I think who could fly under the radar. Kenny Pickett has some upside, even though a lot of scouts don't think that he has that. Uh, Mike Corral, Sam Howell, they're, they're okay. I mean, like nobody's really talking about them and I get it. This, listen, this draft is rich in corner. You need a cornerback. Great draft to have one. You need a wide receiver. Oh, you could find a stud in the third and fourth round this year with a receiver. Uh, offensive line is pretty rich, but it's extremely poor in the quarterback market. And teams like the Steelers, teams like the Lions, uh, even the Saints, I think. Um, who else needs a quarterback? Uh, I, I'm Tampa. Can Tam- I pick on Tampa? Uh, you know, Tam- <laughs> no, no, no. Tampa, Tampa's fine. They, go, of course, the Tom Brady comes back, but uh, they also have somebody who I think can really do some damage if you give him some time. Kyle Trask, I, I, okay. I like him a lot. I think that Tampa, they'll be okay with him. After Tom. He made a pretty pretty good investment in him last year. Oh, yeah, high traffic in him, yeah, 100%. Speaking of quarterbacks, Baker Mayfield's out there. I mean, Seattle, any of the teams you named, I mean. Uh, Seattle, that's true. Yeah, I mean, to me, he's look, he's he's got his drawbacks. But to me, a, a pissed-off Baker Mayfield, if I need a quarterback, I'd rather have that than anything in the draft class this year. At least you know the yeah, guy no, can no, play. No, he the Browns in the playoffs. Hundred percent, yeah. Um, it just didn't work out with the Browns, and and I think we could all agree they kind of did him dirty in a way. So, yeah, I uh, thought so. <laughs> um, listen, I'm gonna be honest with you. I keep it real. That's the way I am. Baker Mayfield, you know, he took the team to the playoffs. He was pretty consi- He was okay. He's not somebody who I'm gonna write and say, oh, I need this guy. But he could get the job done. He's proven it. I mean, he was the first overall pick for a reason that year. And that year when he went first overall, I was shocked. I didn't expect that. Um, But I I agree. If you need a quarterback this year, instead of his draft class, go call up the Browns. I'm sure they'll be more than happy. I think the the other team, the Panthers, uh, you know, I think Baker Mayfield somewhere. We never know. For example, hey, he goes to Seattle. Maybe he could be a different player. Maybe it just, he just didn't fit. He just didn't fit in Cleveland and, you know, he had a lot of players and success around him. They built an offensive, a strong O line for him. Well, yeah. not. Uh, they had Odell. They had Jarvis. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, the that fact that receiving core was filthy when they were healthy. But uh, wherever he goes, I think that he'll be he'll be decent. I'll say that. Well, <laughs> what I like about Baker is he could have he could have turtled last year in the second week with that with that injury. And right. he tried to play through it. He played through it to the point where he killed his team. Right. He, he didn't kill his team, but he didn't help it because he was too injured to play. But he killed right. himself with his fan base in the organization. And they didn't have the sense to pull him out. And I, I think, honestly, if he had been – say, let's say he had gotten the, the operation after week two, week three. I think he's still a quarterback. 
Yeah, I agree. You know, it's, very uh, possible. it's very possible. The bad vibes would not have been there had he, they said, hey, look, the guy needs surgery. He's out for the year. It's the way it goes. Yeah, I, I agree 100%. Um, I, I think that it's, it's unfortunate what happened with the uh, with the Browns and Baker, but you know what? They say everything happens for a reason. They got Deshaun Watson. Now they got, uh, I mean, uh, Mari Cooper, so they're pretty set for success, but we'll see what happens with that. Yeah. Debo Samuel, are you hearing anything with him? Is he going to be a Niner uh, this time next week? Uh, you know, listen – uh, I will say this: If there's one team that's being extremely aggressive for him, it's the New York Jets. So if a trade happens, it's yeah. going to be the Jets. Um, truthfully, truth be told, I'm nothing surprises me this off season. I think this off season took us <laughs> by surprise. Nobody's safe. Anybody can be traded. Um, personally, from my understanding, I, they want to be blown away by an offer. I feel like, you know what, they want something like similar to what the Chiefs got for Tyreek, in a way. Okay. Especially, Honestly, Debo is younger than Tyreek, so they're going to have to really be blown away. But John Lynch said it publicly, and I we all say see this. They say, general managers say it publicly, and then the two days later, they, they make a trade happen. So, got to take it with a grain of salt, but truthfully, uh, they, they like him a lot. Um, look at what he did last year, showed his versatility, and that's why he's upset. He's mad at his role. I've never heard of a player saying he's mad. He doesn't want the ball. They used him as a hybrid player. They showed his versatility. I understand why he doesn't want to be like a hybrid because his injury history, but I think first, I think the 49ers realized, listen, their offensive firepower was kind of taking a hit. Uh, I'm going to say this. I think they're really lacking help at the receiver position. I know they have Ayuk, but they're really missing Kendrick Bourne. And that was the Patriots game. People don't understand. This guy was underrated for the 49ers. And you saw what he did with New England last year. He lit it up and he's just going to get better. Um, They lose Debo. This is huge. That's a huge loss. Uh, And I think John Lynch knows that they're literally right now doing anything and everything they can to make sure that Debo's happy and to convince him to stay. And listen, Debo has no leverage here. He, He has none. It's all with the team. This is different than Devontae Adams or something like that. He, he, this, this is um, the 49ers, and if they don't want to trade him, they're just not going to trade him. They, uh, but if anything happens, it's going to happen within the next 48 hours, I feel. Yeah. Now, look, you're, you're <clears throat> Tampa Bay. You're, you're part of that. I have a question. Just tell, tell me if I'm way off base here. I think Brady retired this year as a way to force, him, force his way out of Tampa, digging along with Bruce Arians. No, 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 no. I I wouldn't read too much into that. Uh, He loved Bruce Arians. They might have disagreed with uh, maybe some game plans here and there, but listen. Coaches and quarterbacks aren't always going to go along either. uh, I mean, look at at Tom and Bill. Look at Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, and they won six Super Bowls together. So, you know, there was a time when they didn't really talk that much, and they were just still winning. It's a business. Uh, I don't believe that at all for one second. I don't. I'm You're not blowing my narrative out of the water here. I'm sorry. I'm so. I'm sorry <laughs> to do that, man. I'm so sorry. Uh, I don't. Okay. I don't really agree with the. I, I, I'm not trying to discredit anybody's reporting at all. I would never do that. Um, but when I heard that, it just doesn't seem right to me. It just doesn't feel right. Why would he leave a situation in Tampa? Uh, I understand you want to retire, but I think that was a little bit premature because of the media kind of like broke stories that he didn't want yeah. to. Um, the thing with the, I know what you're bringing up with Miami, him going to Miami, being a 
minority owner like Derek Jeter, and I think that still happens after he retires. He will become an owner of some team. Uh, but truth be told, I I don't believe that at all. I, he's not even. Yeah. And it's funny because I don't think anybody's asked him, and I'm sure if they asked him, he'll probably just laugh it off and be like, "Why in my right mind would I do that?" Uh, yeah. He was. Tampa has done any everything and anything to make sure he's happy. Signed Antonio Brown. He still and I that didn't work out because of Antonio Brown's. That behavior. wasn't on Brady. Yeah, they they wanted to get him offensive line help. They went out and did. They. With receiver, they set him up successfully with receiver. They sign Grant, they bring him over. Um, but I, I don't believe that at all. I, I don't believe that story at all. I think he really yeah. likes – he loves Tampa a lot. Uh, and, and the story breaking on Twitter right before he came on the air about an hour or so, Darren Waller rumors to the Packers. I don't buy it. I don't I, – I, It's financials. That's what it is. It's financials. And, you know, they – want. They just got Devontae Adams. They just gave up a lot for Devontae. They gave him a lot of money. Uh, Darren Waller deserves to be paid. The guy is one of the best tight ends in football. His story is awesome. Everything he's been through and overcome it. He is everything and anything you want in a teammate. He's just that good of a guy. And he deserves to be paid. And the Packers, listen, they need help. I mean... (laughs) I mean, you could line them up anyway. They have Robert Tanyan, and they need a number one guy. I think – I'll just say this. If it were to happen, that's a big if. I think Aaron Rodgers and Darren Waller, you better watch out because that's something you don't want to see. See, I don't think the Raiders would have traded for Adams and all that. And then then just to turn around and remove – get rid of Waller because with Adams there, he just makes Waller twice as dangerous over the middle. I agree. I you agree, can't yeah. replace that athleticism. Foster Moreau's a nice tight end, but Foster Moreau doesn't have half the athleticism. Well, no, no Foster, Foster Moreau definitely uh, not in the same conversation as Waller, no. but he's pretty decent. I'll give him that when he's put into action. He's um, a good number two receiver, but I'm reading Raider fans on Twitter tonight saying, well, you know, Waller's gone, but we got Moreau. Oh, time out, time out. That's, they're not even close. Yeah, I agree. I, I think it's going to be just fine. I wouldn't really uh, uh, worry about it. You know, you're going to hear a lot of things this week, and you got to take everything with a grain of salt until it's confirmed. All right. Lastly, if someone's looking at mock drafts, who's your go-to guy? Other than yourself, who's your go-to guy to go go uh, check out? Oh, for breaking news and things like yeah. that? You know, for me, I I love Adam Schefter. I love what he does. I think he's the blueprint of what you want to be. Uh, you know, he's not perfect, as we have all seen the past couple of weeks. But yeah. the way he goes about it, um, I love what he does. He's he's a inspiration to someone like me to be like that. I love Ian Rappaport too. I love his his uh, personality. If you ever see him go on um, Pat McAfee's show, I love his. He's just down to earth type of guy and I really um I really there's a guy for the athletic his name is Jeff Howe he used to write for the Patriots who I really like I think he's very very good at what he does and listen this this profession that we're in um you know it's tough you know you get told things by sources and it doesn't always happen so it makes you look bad but you know it's all I feel like it's all kind of a sorority us like a uh, fraternity uh I never really discredit anybody unless it's just complete nonsense consistently to me i'm more about consistency and accuracy than being the first to do it absolutely Um, so 
all those guys are some people during draft week. Also, like you can't go wrong. NFL Network, uh, ESPN this week with the draft have everything covered, yeah. but it, it's going to be a lot of fun. All right, Bobby. Look, you're what you're one of my favorite followers on Twitter. I like. I appreciate that. Thank you so much, how and can, I appreciate uh, your constant support. How, how can the readers and uh, anybody listening to this uh, <coughs> follow what you're up to? Sure. Uh, you can follow me here on tw- on Twitter at btoms81. Uh, I also right now I just started this uh, for Pro Sports Extra. I'm going to be writing a little bit for them as well for the draft. Uh, I write for the Bucks for Bucks Report, so whoever they pick at, at 27, I'll have that up as well. And, you know, I'm going to be posting a lot of videos while I'm in Vegas just to give like a little vlog, uh, make it feel like, you know, show everyone what it's like out there, what the draft, everything's going to look like. I'm going to have a lot in store. You're gonna, Trust me, it's going to be a lot. I've never done this before. You're going to get a lot from me this week. Awesome. Hey, we'll look forward to it. Appreciate you jumping on tonight. Oh, I my pleasure. My pleasure. Anytime. I uh, loved being in Pugsley's pit. That was awesome. <laughs> so uh, thank you so much for having me and, you know, enjoy. I hope, you know, the Raiders don't have a first round pick, but, uh, you know, the second, uh, they have a second round pick, right? No, I believe. no you don't. Devante. When are you picking the third? There, I think that was part of the Raiders strategy was to stick it to the NFL. And then so the home <laughs> team didn't have a pick till Saturday. Yeah, <laughs> that was part of that deal. Oh, uh, so uh, that's going to be something. But I've heard Dave Ziegler not rule out them trying to come up. I don't know what that means. Hopefully, that's listen, not the Waller. Dave, thing, Dave, Dave Ziegler is the. Hey, listen, he's the. You have my offensive coordinator and my uh, old assistant general manager. They're very aggressive. He's an aggressive guy. Mm-hmm. Look at what he did in free agency for the Patriots last year. So, uh, you're in good hands. Trust me. All right, all right, buddy. Have a great night. You too. Take care now. By now, Bobby Thompson. That was an awesome interview. Uh, he's a, he's a aspiring NFL insider. It does a great job. Throw him a follow on Twitter. You you uh, you won't be sorry. Hey, let's go to my world for a little bit. Yes, it is NFL draft. There's my man Josh McDaniels. Uh, and Josh, we trust now as part of the Raider Nation. As we were just talking about, no picks for the first couple of rounds for the Raiders. Um, that's okay because their recent draft history has been um, abysmal up top with, with the Gruden Mayock team. Uh, they had some great gems later, Max Crosby, Hunter Renfro, Nate Hobbs, hopefully we can do it again. Need some a little line depth uh, to protect Derek Carr. <clears throat> and you, you can never have enough interior defensive linemen. Kind of what we're hoping for for the Raiders this time around. You could always use another linebacker. They don't ever seem to draft them. Don't know why, but that's the way it goes. And the, the smoke around Waller, I don't buy it. For everything I just said, you don't you don't trade for Devontae Adams and then move one of the biggest beneficiaries of that move in Waller. It's just it hurts the offense. And to get what a second round pick, a first round pick, you're not going to get anybody of that quality. So let's <clears throat> send a message to Coach McDaniel's and Mr. Ziegler: stay put, keep what you have. Other thing coming up in my world, the Boston Bruins, folks. It's almost Stanley Cup hockey time. The Bruins have uh, struggled the last couple weeks, but we're getting healthy. Pasternak was back on Saturday. Um, Lindholm came back to pair with Charlie McAvoy over the weekend. They're a great one-two punch. Trying to get over Tampa uh, for third 
in the division, which would pair him up with Toronto in the first round. I think the Leafs could go on a run to get to the Stanley Cup final this year. I think they're good enough if they can handle it mentally. They are not not the strongest group mentally. You go back to even last year, they they gaffed it against Montreal and screwed that up after a 3-1 to one lead when everything was right there for them. Um, I'd rather take the Leafs. And you know what? If we finish fourth, looking at Carolina or the Rangers in the first round most likely, now we just took care of the Rangers on Saturday for a little confidence builder for the Bruins. So, <clears throat> so we'll see um, what's going to happen in Beantown. And just, hey, a little shout-out uh, for the rest of the week um, tomorrow on Pugsley's Pit. We are <clears throat> scheduled to have Jessica Kleinschmidt, very talented uh, a Oakland A's broadcaster, talk some A's baseball, Kristen Pache, <clears throat> the stadium issue, the lack of fans, all that good stuff. But hey, it's baseball season, so, you know, you got some negatives <clears throat> with my athletics, but baseball is baseball. And also, just a shout-out on Wednesday, Eminem uh, and across the board with Eric and Ashley. We are scheduled to have <clears throat> Fluto Shinzawa, uh, the Bruins beat reporter, <coughs> excuse me, for the Athletic to come on and talk some hockey, some more NFL drafts, some NBA, uh, NBA chatter, and we'll see what's going on there. And uh, that's about it, folks. Have a wonderful evening. Have a wonderful tomorrow, a great week. We hope to see you all uh, tomorrow when we have Jessica on uh, talking on Smoke on Days. But for now, it's NFL Draft Monday. Hope you enjoy the show. Bye now.